Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We are still in the midst of an historic week for the Luke and Pete show Mm -hmm. as we remain the only podcast on the planet to have been sent in the post a roll of aviation speed tape. Aviation speed tape that sits proudly in this office. I'm Luke Moore. That's Pete Donaldson. This is the Luke and Pete show. Your one-stop shop for hand-delivering aviation speed tape. I uh, literally thought of that this morning. Literally, guys, um, because I had a bit of a leak in my bathroom, which is a, a, just a, a a toy for me now. It's just a toy that um, delights, disgusts in, in equal <laughs> measure. Um, basically, they fitted an extractor fan above my shower. Uh, at the time, I said, well, where's that steam going to go? Uh, it turns out it's just going to go into a piece of plasterboard that's above the shower uh, that is now leaking water. Because oh, good. The, the plasterboard has been completely soaked completely covered in water hey bro so, I heard you like a shower while you shower so I've got you a shower <laughs> so you can shower while you shower dog <laughs> Pete is, how, is it as it's useful annoying, it's annoying because I warn them about this is your bathroom less useful than your oven which is currently being used for storage uh, well I mean who knows I haven't turned it on for a while it might blow up this, mm. this might be the last podcast I do mm. but it's, <laughs> it's weird when you have a situation where you've warned somebody about something and it comes off exactly as you thought it would you, part, you feel quite proud. You feel proud, but also well, I've still got to deal with the fallout of this. I've still got to get someone in, haven't I? Uh, so, but it's quite cathartic sort of just getting a saw and sawing into my ceiling I this think, morning. Oh, that's amazing. That. That's amazing. I, I think listeners no will... No better way to start the day. No, yeah. I think listeners will be very keen to know exactly the type of character you are, Pete, and I'll get to the bottom of that for them when I, mm. when I say just simply this. Is it more important for you to be right mm. than to have a functioning bathroom? Well, I've got one of those things, so you got you just got to be, thank heavens for the small mercies, as Margaret yeah. Atwood once said. Yeah, but so, it's, it's, I mean, at least that is that is salve to your wound that you were right pat, all along. It's my pat of butter for the uh, for the hand. Uh, because I usually am. I mean, that that is the thing, isn't it? When it's usually that's usually how it, how it pans out. Mm. So, yeah. What are you doing? I thought you're going to get your phone out. I was about to tell you off for your phone making a noise, and I realised it was actually my phone. Look, recently also on the Luke and Pete show, while we've still got Pete. Um, what did, so did you manage to have a shower this morning or not? Are you yeah, clean? Yeah, no, the shower's fine. I'm right, clean. But, right, okay. the problem, but I keep on looking at it going... It's going to collapse. It really, it's going to collapse. Right, so um, while we've still got Pete alive, mm. we should cherish every moment we can mm. on the 
Aviation Speed Tape sponsored Luke and Pete show. I just think I just needed that tape this morning to tape it up. It would have been perfect. Oh, why don't you take it? I know. I'm gonna, I, might, I might take it back t- and take photos. I might take, take photos. And um, we've also had dating tips from Mr. Pete Donaldson sat to my left. We've had wood lice chat. We've had it all, um, with the exception of what you've just told us, Pete. Mm. Now we're sort of well, we're on Thursday. We're, yes. we're gazing lustily towards the weekend, are we mm-hmm. not? Um, how has your week been overall? Uh, it's not been bad. I've been quite busy. Meetings, meetings and cheatings. Uh, I've been going through old um, Football Ramble podcasts that combined something together. Um, so I've been mm. listening to your voice quite a lot. Um, Sorry about that. It's oh. weird how deep our voices have got in 10 years. Oh, that's disappointing. It's, it, well, you sort of I hear don't even smoke. <laughs> well, you hear about men's voices getting deeper. Um, but yeah, they're, they're sort of, um, we had quite high voices mm. and we sounded like we loved each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still am very much in love with you, uh, almost despite myself. Yeah. But um, one thing we should say, you said that we haven't, we have, we've had meetings. You and I were sat not 10 or 15 feet away from the great Charlie Brooker yesterday. Oh, yeah, we were. He was sat on yeah. a table near us, wasn't yeah. he? Well, you know the circles I go in, uh, Luke. I, I, I barely give him a second look most it's times. Very, it was, well, it was very, Celebrities. To make it completely clear, it was very much a public place. The man was free to come and go as he pleased. The coincidence was that he managed to happen to sit near us. It was nothing to do with you. No. Was it? I was blowing jewel smoke in his face. Yeah, yeah. you I were d- vaping. I was vaping. I don't vape. I, or, or jewel. Are you into vaping? No. Could you get into I, it? I, vaping culture fascinates me. Can you see yourself getting into it? Um, no, because it's a little bit too close to the craft ale movement. Oh, me. yeah, true. But I like the tech behind it. I like people who have apps, they, they supercharge and hack the firmware Cigarettes have firmware now. It's incredible. Can you explain to us a bit about what that actually means? Because there's technology involved. It's not just a, a dispenser to dispense nicotine mm. smoke into your lungs. There's, mm. there's more involved than that. Well, they, they have little processes on them that uh, dictate how much smoke, how rich the fat rip is. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to take a fatter rip um, yeah. that goes above and beyond and outside the realms of uh, what the, the, the manufacturer intends, you can, uh, you know, plug a USB device in or flash it somehow, flash the firmware uh, and change how much fat rippage you get from that sweet, sweet uh, vape. Do you even vape, bro? Even vape, We're going bro. to the football on Saturday as well, aren't we? Again, hey, together. that'd be good. That'd We're be going out together again. I We're can't believe out. it. That's, that's too much, isn't it? That's, a, that's uh, uh, twice in a month. I'm very grateful to spend time with you. I think you're a fantastic man and I enjoy your company a great deal. Can I ask you a question that I would like you to answer honestly, though? Right, okay. Have so many of your friends fallen by the wayside now that you're just scrabbling around? And, <laughs> I, and I've been bumped. I've been like upped. I was chatting to a, a lad who was in um, Birmingham, and he sort of dropped off the radar this week. But I don't want to ask if anything's wrong. Right. Because, I mean, he just might not want to chat. No. Well, that's, that's taking a turn. It's taking a turn. I think, well, I hope mind. he's well. I hope he's found alive, Fine. safe and well. Um, <laughs> good. Um, something that floats my boat a lot is uh, when sports stars offer a bit of personality. Yes, okay. Uh, and you'll see where I'm going with this. There's mm. a guy who played... American listeners will, will, will be aware of this, but I hope they um, will still enjoy a revisiting of it. I don't think... Any of our many of our UK listeners will be aware of this. That's why I'm bringing it to the table. Mm. There is a guy who used to play receiver for the uh, New England Patriots in the NFL, right? Called Wes Welker, a bit of a character. Um, I'm not an expert in that sport, but as far as I'm led to believe, he's a uh, he was a good player as well. And um, he conducted one of the funniest pre-game, I think it was, interview. Yeah, it was pre-game interviews I've ever seen from a sports star. Let me get, right, Before okay. we play it, let me give you a bit of context. Mm. In 2010, the New York Jets were preparing to play the New England Patriots. Mm. And their coach was a guy called Rex Ryan. And shortly before the game, 
a foot fetish video of a woman appearing to be Rex Ryan's wife. Yes. Um, surfaced uh, on the internet. Uh, it features uh, her having her feet sort of massaged and played with and commented on by mm. an unseen person behind the camera. Mm, nice feet. With a voice very similar to her husband, Rex Ryan. Um, and the, the New York Jets jumped on top of this and said, let you know, there's, you know it's, it's a private matter and they would provide no comment. And then loads of people started reporting, doing some digging around, found that like there was a, a, an account on some website linked to the Ryans called um, I Have Pretty Feet. And then loads of other stuff went along. After all this surfaced, they were due to play the New England Patriots, as I've said. Mm. And, and all-round joker and receiver Wes Welker was called up to give an interview ahead of the game about how he saw the game going. And it, and it went on for quite a long time, so we can't play the whole thing. But, but we should play now mm. some of the highlights of it because it is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Roll that t- uh, tape. I mean, the guy is, uh, he is who he is. And uh, he does a great job of making sure everybody's on the same page and, and uh, everybody's putting their best foot forward. You can't just stick your toe in the water. Especially, you know, you got your foot up in the air. Want to go out there and just put your best foot forward. He's got great feet. You know, he has good feet. He's another guy who has great feet. You want to make sure that, uh, you know, you're putting your best foot forward out there. So let's go out there and, and being good little foot soldiers. You definitely have to be on your toes and, and make sure that you're ready to go. <laughs> I think he got through something like 35 <laughs> examples of foot or feet or something like that. How many times did he say get get your uh, best foot forward? Oh, mate, seems and, to be and, the, uh... and the thing is, he managed to do it like almost perfectly um, straight faced the whole time and answered all the answers contextually, right. just referencing feet and foot over and over again. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I think the Patriots won the game as well. So so, uh, so that he wasn't on the seat, so it was an opposition team that was all about the feet and stuff like opposition that. Right? Okay, right. And he, opposition coach. So he was just basically taking a rise out of the guy. <laughs> I just, but I think that um, there must be loads of in plain sight, um, pornographic or otherwise, quite famous people uh, who were involved in, in, in different bits and bobs. I was reading this morning about Terry Pratchett uh, being involved in um, this isn't going to go on to right. history. Right. Um, being involved in um, a a mod for the video game like Skyrim or Oblivion or something like that. Basically, are you familiar with mods of video yeah. game that yeah. that um, you know clever people change uh, to their liking? And uh, Terry Pratchett was involved uh, with a woman who, who who did these things, and um, he helped create dialogue. Obviously, he's a celebrated writer. Helped create dialogue. I used to love him when I was a teenager. I used to read his books oh, all the I loved, time. I loved, yeah. Yeah, anything, uh, yeah, anything. Pratchett was uh, definitely all the Discworld stuff was fantastic. Truck it was a truckers. I used to, the one that sticks in my mind was, was one called Men at Arms. Yeah. yeah, that Fantastic. Really I love the, the covers as well. Oh, so he got involved in that, did so he? So he got involved in that and he, he also, um, obviously he's starting to lose his, um, lose his mind a little bit with his, with his disease, but um, he, so he was asking her to um, basically uh, change the game in a certain way so that if he got into a dungeon, he could ask the companion that was with him um, can you help me out this dungeon? Because I'm completely lost. Because he's obviously yeah, his, sure. his, his mind's getting to a place where he can't remember things. He's like, I don't know where I am. I need to get out of this dungeon. And so he'd ask the the partner in the game, and she'd programmed it so such that he he or she would I think it was she would lead him out of the dungeon. Right. So he she was helping him get over like allow him to play the game 
and in, in the advancing when he has dementia. Of, uh, of dementia. Wow, that's you know, amazing. Was, was it, and this is nowhere near as as as, as impactful or powerful. As, but just so I'm, I'm clear as to what you mean, is this a similar type of thing of when on Skyrim someone changed all the dragons to be macho man around each other? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So it's, because it's, it's that is of... stunningly to, to look at that. It is incredible. Oh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... wasn't wasn't it, didn't didn't the macho man around these savage dragons instead of breathing fire just go? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. that's brilliant. It's good. But I, I think. With um, but I think with like celebrities, they've got private lives. They've got free time. They've got downtime. Yeah. There, there are probably more than you expect. I reckon the greatest. Uh, there'd be quite a thrill for a famous woman or a famous man uh, to be like somebody on a on a dirty little forum posting oh, pictures of themselves completely anonymously. This is this is a double bluff. <laughs> Um, can I just say to finish this little section Rex Ryan did say in response to this uh, interview from Wes Welker he said I can take it I'm not going to discuss it but I can take it nice so he didn't mind yeah he didn't mind he's uh, there's a I think it was The Rock's dad's wrestling partner uh, we discussed this to great effect on uh, Wrestle Me our uh, wrestling podcast we do uh, and we're talking about um uh, he was a foot fetishist. I forget which wrestler it was, but he was a big foot fetishist. And there's well, loads... as a character, he was in the no, in real life. Okay, so right, basically, okay. his his autobiography is just mainly about what makes a good foot. Oh, I, I think I've heard, I think I've spoken to Mark <laughs> about this. I can't remember a minute. I can't remember yeah. who it was. But um, there's him at like an expo, like one of those things where you get to meet the wrestlers. And there's a couple of pictures of him just getting walked on by a woman, and he's just having a lovely time. But it's it's one of those fetishes that I can definitely sort of get behind. I I reckon. It would be so much fun because if you're into feet, you see them all the time. You'd be like, "Oh, look at that foot, lovely!" Yeah, especially in winter. You'd be like, "Oh, look at that lovely shoes." I, mean, I don't think you should be doing it unsolicited. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's but the if people are walking past and they've got nice shoes on or they've got nice feet, you'd be like, Wee. "Oh, I could admire a nice pair of shoes." I'm wearing. Listen, mate, yeah. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a classic loke black half brogue today. Yeah, but it's not dirty though, is it? It's not a dirty thing. What do you mean? But like, if you really get off on feet, they're quite visible. If I, I like boobs and bums, right? Let's get, <laughs> let's get that out of there. I'm still not bored of them. But right. maybe in the future I'll get into something else. You, I see what you mean. So there's you know a shelf I mean? life on this. As I get older, legs are getting better. I don't know. I, it just, <laughs> I'm becoming, I'm growing as a person, Luke. There's nothing new under the sun, Pete. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, speaking of books that... Legendary um, boom man Pete Donaldson is changing, guys. This, this is a great little, um, a great little <laughs> thread, actually. People who, famous people or whoever, who, who have some sort of reason to write a book mm. um, about themselves, i.e. an autobiography, mm. And for various reasons, you subsequently learn nothing about them. Yes. That one sounds perfect. Mm. Another one I'd like to put in the mix under that sort of uh, banner is Rick Mayo's book, which right. is amazingly called Bigger Than Hitler, Better Than Christ, <laughs> where you learn nothing about the man. It's basically 250 words of him just dick, uh, 250 pages dicking of him about. just dicking about. <laughs> like, one minute you'll flip the page, it'll be he's written a letter to the prime minister asking them to stop you know, for making everyone wear nappies again. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> relentless and you learn nothing about him. I think that's and, the and only it, autobiography I'd probably stomach, to be honest. And even when you think, oh, he's going to start talking a bit about his life here, you realise pretty quickly it's actually a story <laughs> which involves him having sex with a supermodel at the end, saving the world, <laughs> killing Batman. It just goes mental. It goes absolutely mad. So uh, that's definitely a book uh, worth, <laughs> worth a read, I would there say. Was a, speaking of Batman, there was a lovely clip that somebody had clipped out of an old uh, Batman where I think Commissioner Gordon and his lackey, uh, Commissioner Gordon was on the phone to um, Bruce Wayne while his lackey uh, was told at the same time to call Batman and inform him of what was going on. So Bruce Wayne oh, slash a, Batman a timing thing. Had, a timing to, thing. had two phone uh, things and had to have a conversation with himself via the phone. 
And it was really, really confusing. It's a lovely what, bit of uh, what television. Ma- what do you make about of um, Christian Bale as Batman? What do you make of his voice? Um, I find it baffling. I can't remember how he sounds. Just talks like that. Oh yeah. All the time. Uh, well, you need Batman to talk like that, don't you? Otherwise, I, everyone would know who he was. I found the Dark Knight to be excellent. Mm. I found the Dark Knight Rises to be absolutely terrible. I, I just didn't get with it at all. Right. It's just all like exploding things, macho stuff. It's, I enjoy. Really... I, I I enjoy any Nolan. Nolan's pretty pretty much my favorite director. I'd say. I found probably. Bane a very one-dimensional baddie. <sighs> I couldn't hear what he's bloody saying. Exactly. Exactly. You can do. You do a fairly good impression of him, don't you? Yeah, I'm not going to do. Um, let's let's um, let's have a break. Come back. I've got some emails here, and um, some of them. It's, it's sort of like um, there's a bit about woodlice again. So oh, stick around. Lovely. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're probably wondering why I'm in a cold, dark room repeatedly spilling molasses. Now that's a fetish. I can see you getting into that. I told you about a mate, a big, uh, a mate who was a big fat guy uh, back at college that um, he, <laughs> he re- I found on his computer some um, fetish videos where women would cover themselves in cake and syrup and stuff like that. Huh. So he was combining his two great loves. <laughs> I've got no problem with that. Look, I, as I've always said to you, Pete. That's not kink shame. On and off air, what goes on between consenting adults is completely up to them. I've got it's no judgment to be made. It's fascinating. You have just reminded me of a situation. It's not fetish-based, but it is, I think, worthy of, of note. Mm. When I first moved into halls of residence at uni in my first year, I had an amazing, uh, they're called like houses. I had an amazing house. <laughs> no, as in, oh, right, big, yeah, but they yeah, call yeah, them houses. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I was in a house called McKenna, which had, which had uh, they're all named, because it was on an old RAF base. Mm. They're all named after... Yeah, yeah. Um, Famous RF people. Anyway, this guy, this guy apparently McKenna. I don't know what he did, but that's the name of our house. And um, there's probably about 
I don't know, maybe 40 people in it, 20 downstairs, mm. 20 upstairs, and shared bathrooms and shared kitchen and all that usual, all that usual stuff. Anyway, so as a result, you'd get quite a good insight into people's like habits. Mm. So you'd know what time of day most people had a shower, for example, because there was only three showers. So you had to wait. You know what time people would have meals because mm. they're going to the communal kitchen, the usual stuff. There was this one guy, I won't name him because it would be unfair, but there was this one guy who, for breakfast cereal, instead of pouring the cereal into the bowl and putting milk on it, he would do that but with M&Ms. Wow, that is specialist. Yeah. You can get away with that kind of caper when you're that age, though, can't you? I, oh, what? He was big then. He's a big guy. He was big even then. He's a big guy, yeah. That's no way to start the day. Where's, I mean, the, where's the fibre? 18 years old, probably as well, 19. My God. Yeah, it's a I big... Don't, do you reckon he's still with us? Also, kind of quite, quite an expensive breakfast. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's probably costing you three quid a morning. Yeah, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy talk. Yeah, and there was also a guy I knew who... Um, was from the West Country. Mm. I won't name him either because that'll be unfair. But it's, these are the two. You know I me. Mean? I'm very much an overeater. I'm very much. Mm. I love getting stuck into the junk food. I'm, right. I'm dietarily. I'm very, very poor. Mm. Same here. Um, and and I. So I. I am always looking for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not trying to shame the guys. But there's one guy also who used to have a massive pot of clotted cream and a massive box of um, Cadbury's roses. To dip them in. Yeah, he used to unwrap a rose, Cadbury's rose. Dip it Do right in the clot of cream, cream and eat it. What does the clotted cream add to that particular? So no, it's some sort of like fresh smoothness, I guess. It was it. This guy on. I mean, how, imagine how many calories are jam packed into every <laughs> single one of those little things. I think three uh, cabbage roses is like probably about 120 calories or something. Like that. Have you ever eaten an entire packet of biscuits in one go? I, when I was a kid, I used to go. I used to, yeah. I, I don't do it anymore, but um, as recent as um, four years ago, I would say that I would gorge on sweets. Like if they're yeah. there, I just yeah, they're, they're done. They're gone. Eat the they're whole thing. Yeah. Right That's and the fact, biggest problem, isn't it? Eating that kind of stuff like it's food. Yeah, massively, and yeah. it's not. It's just not, guys. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Frank McKenna, I found uh, what he what he did All in right. the RF. Um, he personally arrested uh, over twenty of the Gestapo agents involved in the murders of recaptured officers who escaped in the Great Escape. From Stella Glove Three, brilliant. He's and also it says here that his um, fetish was sniffing bike seats. So there we go. Nice. Everyone's got one. I'm joking. Actually, you know, you know. Speaking of that, I, one of the houses in my halls of residence was called Lawrence, and I later found out there was named off a T. E. Lawrence, as in Lawrence of Arabia. Ah. So he was based there as well. Big top. It's all been condemned now and, and knocked down, so it's not there anymore. So any Luke, Luke and Pete show super fans who want to go on a pilgrimage anywhere, <laughs> a blue, don't go there. Put a blue plaque up. Yeah, should do. Yeah, should do. Yeah. Um, got a got an email, uh, Luke. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com, of course, if you want to get in touch, as this person has done. Well, Blair, Blair Herring, um, hello, Blair. Um, basically, uh, we've not some, done much battery chat recently, but I think this might be a new uh, challenger. Nile Wang. Yeah, new. A new yeah, player. New. We yeah, need a little new, jingle. Yeah. <laughs> new player has a new player has entered the game. Nile Wang. Um, I mean, more disappointing. These gems showed up in my new travel milk frother. What? Never email this show Travel again. milk frother. Someone, I mean, it's um, difficult to say, let alone comprehend. Blair, she likes she like some frothy milk. That's the thing. Travel milk frother. Mm. It's hard to say. <laughs> Travel milk frother. So there's 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 a pair of uh, a pair of batteries called what did you say? Niling Wang. Niling Wang. Very Lovely. good. Very good. Lovely. Like that. Um, have you got an email, Luke? Yeah, I have. I've got an email here for uh, um, Dave. Dave O. Dave says, hi, fellas. Long time listener. Second 
time emailer Whoa. previously wrote into you regarding the incredible incredibly exciting subject of tubeless bike tires <laughs> that's just a level that's the level we operate at that, we, haven't, we haven't talked about tubeless bike tires in a little while have we well listen i think we're about mm. to touch on it again here um dave says i write this email using my remaining good hand as i'm nursing the mangled wreckage that is my left wrist after a spectacular mountain biking crash on uh, sunday on the hero trail in bright victoria um see attached photograph for evidence Waiting to have surgery on said wrist to have a metal plate inserted to fix it all back together again, I caught up on your latest episode to provide some much-needed distraction from the pain. You'll be pleased to know my tubeless bike tyres survived the incident unscathed. Referring to the enthralling conversation regarding woodlice, I can indeed confirm that they do eat seafood-themed bugs here down under in the mm. form of Morton Bay bugs. Right. I, I remember, I think I said they were called Byron Bay bugs, but obviously very similar. We've, we've had a few emails about that and some beautiful pictures. They are delicious, especially on the Barbie stuff with herbs and garlic butter. Um, um, my right hand's very tired now, so I'll bid you farewell. Keep up the good work, chaps. Um, they look, I mean, I guess it sounds like they, they're eaten almost the way you'd eat a, lo- a lobster with like a herb butter well, the, the picture, and garlic. The picture, that it looks exactly like a gigantic uh, prawn. Check out that. Doesn't that look lovely? It looks amazing, but get a picture of it up when it's when it's in the sea because it looks mad. Oh, okay. It oh. does look exactly like a giant, like a giant woodlouse. Wood bug. Uh, Dave also says he's a Luton Town fan. I would like to oh. take this opportunity to lord it up over Portsmouth supporters after last night's fantastic win. Yeah, less <laughs> less said about that, the better. Yeah, I mean, it does just look like it does look like a lobster. It looks more like a lobster than a woodlouse, but it is. It's it's a it's a big grey area between between that and a. Yeah, when people are look, Pete, when when don't call them bugs and I'd eat them. Yeah, true. That's that's <laughs> part of it. When um, I have this really bad sort of mental block where I don't like eating things that are traditionally sweet that have been turned savoury. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. like for example, someone makes like a spinach and cheese muffin that looks like a choc chip muffin. It's like my brain can't comprehend it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it should taste sweet, but it's like a cheese scone as well. Mm. I went. I remember going up to Scotland once, and, I, and we and with my girlfriend at the time, we travelled around Scotland. Um, and uh, quite extensively and stayed at that bed and breakfast and stayed at this one place um, where this lady who ran this little bed and breakfast, she was absolutely lovely, such a nice lady. And she, uh, we called her to let her know we we're on our way. And um, she's like, all right, great, yeah. And we turned up and she welcomed us into her, essentially her home and told us this story about how um, she, she converted her home into a bed and breakfast because her husband had passed away right. and she didn't want to get lonely. Mm. It's a really nice story. She's a lovely lady mm. and it was an amazing time. The problem was that she was so nice that when we turned up, she put on an amazing plate of homemade cheese scones. Right. And cheese scones. <laughs> it's supposed to be sweet, but they're savoury. So, so the why mental did, block kicks in. Why? Did, what? I think cheese scones are, are probably the only ones that I actually like because scones are actually quite peppery. They've got a weird mix of kind of like they're this again. They're supposed to be sweet, but they're actually quite peppery. That I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say they are, are that sweet. Listen, it's the stuff you put on them. To cut a stong, uh, a stong story. <laughs> to, to cut a long story short, I, I, I muscled my way through one. Oh, but it what wasn't a, a pleasurable experience. Anyway, what, a hero. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say to you that um, yeah, I've got a bit of a mental block. But mm. when, when um, scholars in generations to come start doing sort of Radio 4 type retrospectives on this show, Pete. Mm. You think they'll start to observe the Woodlice era as as the creative high point? Um, or would they say it's going to be it's probably where it lost its way a bit? Where no, it sort of jumped the shark like um, Fonz in Happy Days. Genital injuries. We probably had a few. that We probably had that era, didn't we? And that was we, a low point. You, st- you talked about fecal matter quite a lot at the no, start. No, you insisted on talking about my fecal... Um, Position, my fecal, fecal position. <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, well, my position is I'm for it. Mm. It's got to be done. Um, Frank Yeager, actually, 
Uh, should we put that in there? Yeah, sod it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hello, he's not said. Uh, please take Poor my old name Kieran. Out. Kieran's still Kieran's missing. Still, yeah, in action. Um, yeah, hello to uh, him. I uh, hope you're both well. Smiley face. I've been listening to the Ramble since uh, 2010 and lapsed from the start. Always great. Thank you kindly. Uh, we actually met back in 2012 at a, a kickabout in uh, Regent's Park on the day that I saw uh, Juan Mata in the Teletubby oh. um house that I remember, uh, is yeah. the I think it's called the hub I fouled someone quite part. badly that day and I felt bad about yeah, it you're not a nice footballer no uh, I wanted to write to thank uh, Luke for your free solo recommendation I noticed it was on at a local independent cinema last week oh can it, I interject it's actually right. been nominated for an Oscar has it which I was desperately hoping it would as I said on this show and it has been so I hope it wins why have you got points on the dollar I wish have you got have you got 20 on 20 if it wins an Oscar I'm going to climb El Cap free solo <laughs> <laughs> Is it, it might it might influence people to yeah to, do to not free do free climb yeah. El Cap, um yeah uh, I noticed it was on at a local independent cinema last week and I thought I just have to watch it. However, it just happened to fall on a date when I was planning to take a little trip on LSD. My girlfriend was busy that day. Get in, so I dropped and went in an hour or so later, and just wow, I was sweating buckets through my palms, anxious, terrified, totally amazed, and it was easily the best cinema experience of my life. What a beauty! What terror! Thank you for the tip, pal. Obviously, then I left the cinema, became totally dis- disorientated. My phone melted into my hand. I got lost, had a bit of a weird trip, and ended the evening crying into my girlfriend's lap while she has uh, no doubt. Well, she was no doubt wondering whether it was time to get a normal boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, stay, stay in school, stay kids. In school. <laughs> Don't go outside. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of think I've never done LSD, but I was I was so drawn to it. I was think if I ever did it, I, like I wouldn't jump out the window, but I know where the knives are. It's the yeah. first thing I think about. Yeah, listen, guys, stay safe. Um, All I'll say is stay safe. It's a great movie. You don't need mm. to take on board any recreational substances to enjoy it. <laughs> so, also, um, microdosing LSD is a subculture I would have thought you guys may have read into. I'm sure we spoke about microdosing. I think we have, before, yeah. We? yeah. Um, so apparently makes you more productive, opens the mind, etc. Uh, I've been trying it for a month as a trial and effects so far are mild. What do you reckon? Put it out there. How many of us are pretending it's working? <laughs> yeah, I like, the idea, Frank, I like the idea of Frank has like a non-creative job. Complete. He's a bin man or something. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, just get your work done, Frank. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Whoa. Listen, the, the, the dustbin lorry left like 15 minutes ago. You <laughs> have to run to catch up with it now. Um, um, that was a good uh, email, but thank you for that. Who's it uh, from? Name him. Uh, Frank. Frank Yeager. Frank, Frank. I think it sounds like a nom de plume, so thank, thank the Lord. Frank Yeager's a great name of it, isn't it? Good, if yeah. you, if you, we, we will, <laughs> Pete Donaldson, editing errors aside we will protect the uh, the, the, the innocent here yeah. we will hide your name and keep you anonymous if you want but you have to let us know I was hauled over the cause but don't put your name at the bottom of the email and then I won't read it right there we go alright I'm going to step up look I think we're probably coming to the end of the road when it comes to Woodlice but I am going to step up the chat once more, more another notch just one final time because I got an email from Hugh um, and I do think it adds something new to the genre uh, he's reinventing the wheel here. He says, uh, hi guys, your recent chat about where all the woodlice have gone reminded me of a weird habit I had as a toddler. Ooh. I have been told that on several occasions they would come into a room and find me, my parents right. um, would come into a room and find me sucking on something. <laughs> when asked to spit it out, almost always it turned out to be a now deceased woodlouse. Oh, to this wow. day, every time I'm at my parents' house and my dad finds one, he will bring it to me and ask me if I'm hungry. That's what dads are great, aren't they? That's dads are great. That's textbook dad behaviour. Um, it's just a weird thing to suck on, isn't it? Hugh says, I'm nearly 30 and he still finds it hilarious. Um, and, and he also finishes by saying, I love the show. I particularly find Luke's gospel references nostalgic as I also grew up there. Mm. Cheers, Hugh. Nice. I don't know Hugh. Um, he's probably quite a bit younger than me. Oh, he is. He says he's 30. Uh, so he is younger than me. But yeah, gospel was a 
I mean, as as characterful as where you grew up, Pete, I imagine. I didn't have a sea cold lorry smash into the front room of my house. No. But there were other things that went on. <laughs> so there we go. Don't suck yeah. on wood lice at home. Don't um you know, don't take recreational substances unless you're very, very sure of what you're doing and keep it safe. Sounds guys. like he is he sounds like he does know what he's doing, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway. There we go. Is that about it? <clears throat> I reckon so, because my voice is uh, starting to do that kind of like gurgly thing. You've got ramble to do later, brother. You've got ramble, mate. You've got going for glow to host <clears throat> later. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, if you want to get to the show, it's hello at lukeandpeatshow.com. Wasn't the sky lovely this morning, and now it's gone grey? It's clouded over. Listen, it's Thursday the 31st it's of January. It's hard to dance with the devil on your back. We've got through January. The devil on our back that is January. Oh, We're through it. It's February. February's on its so way. Much to do. I'm on holiday on the 21st. And I've got so much to do. Get your daffodils planted. Because they're coming out. They are coming out. I love out. a daffodil. That, that, a daffodil's weirdly. I don't know if it's because having a Welsh mum or whatever, but, or, or a dad as a Morrissey. Uh, Morrissey is dad. Um, I'm uh, speaking of your dad. Your niece, i.e. your dad's granddaughter, completely mugged him off and you sent me a video of it. <laughs> That's yeah. brilliant. Little baby Emma. Um, there was a picture of uh, Jeremy Cor- Corbyn paused on the television at, uh, in the house and she pointed at um, Jeremy Corbyn's white beard and went, Granddad? Your dad would have hated that. Oh, my Wouldn't dad. My Cut dad. Us to the very core of him. My dad, apart from being an old, old lefty, not anymore because the Daily Mail has, uh, has <laughs> poisoned has made, him. Has poisoned, literally uh, poisoned him. Um, uh, yeah, he uh, he has that lovely kind of. I don't know what WhatsApp groups he's involved in. We've all got a couple Ooh. of friends who are in WhatsApp groups, or they're in. You get to fifty-five, and you automatically find people like John Prescott, Diane Abbott, and uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, problematic yeah. or humorous yeah uh, and it's kind of like every punchline to every joke is either Diane Abbott Jeremy Corbyn or uh, latterly uh, John Prescott two jags two jags remember that remember when he drank um, the condensed milk because he had an eating disorder that's yeah the, that came out of left field that. yeah I didn't see that just goes to, to show honest. you actually on a more serious night it can affect anyone massively can affect anyone. listen hello at lukeandpeach.com to get M&M, in touch M&M's yeah, uh, breakfast exactly. probably if you had M&M's for breakfast as a substitute breakfast cereal Probably had less sugar in it than some of the cereals these days. Um, Get in touch, hello at lukeandpeacher.com, but of course you can get in touch for any other reason at all. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Thank you very much, and we shall talk to you again on Monday. Bye-bye. See you Monday, dickheads. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.